It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Wondering what is the origin of your nickname? Uh, when it comes to our friend Shelly, man, she told us uh, an incredibly awkward origin story for her name nickname growing up. Please tell us. Okay, so unfortunately, as a child, I um, I had chronic migraines, and for the longest time, like doctors thought I was just crying to get attention, and then we finally all figured out it was actual migraines, and they were really terrible. So. One of the most embarrassing moments I have ever had in my 34 years of living, in fifth grade, I had such a bad migraine, I just couldn't do it anymore. I had to excuse myself and go to the nurse's office. My teacher let me go, and I was walking to the nurse's office. And as I was walking, an entire class, they were all leaving the library and walking my direction, a whole entire, you know, 25 kids. And I, at that moment, could not control it, decided to profusely vomit. Like projectile, projectile vomit all over the place with the entire class staring at me. I can feel the embarrassment. Oh, my gosh. And that walk of shame that I had. I'm crying. You know, tears are streaming down my face. I have to go into the nurse. I'm mortified. And I'm in horrible pain at the same time. It was, I remember that, you know, and such an impressionable age, like 10 years old or whatever. Oh, my. And how embarrassing I felt. And those kids didn't know that because I had a migraine and that this is, you know, you you get nauseous when you have such a bad migraine, and they didn't know, you know, and I couldn't control it. And oh my gosh, to this day, it haunts me every time I have a migraine. Shelly, you have to tell us what your nickname was. They ended up calling me Chunky. Oh, yeah, because you blew chunks. Yep. Because I blew chunks and because I was a bit overweight. Oh, no. um, I was left with the nickname Chunky. And that followed me way into middle school, even. You know, at my fifth grade, fifth grade was the last year of elementary school. Then you moved to middle school. But it's all with the same kids. And I was still chunky and talk about, you know, the worst years of your of your schooling years. Those were the absolute worst years for me. I mean, trauma to the hundredth degree. <laughs> Can you hear it in your voice? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it haunts me. <laughs> the good news is that everybody in, in their life has a chance to have a glow up from a bad childhood nickname. So all we're going to call you right now is awesome. <laughs> yes, I love it. We wish you would have been called that your whole life, but right here in this moment, you are nothing but awesome. I love it. Thank you. It is awesome, Shelly, and nothing else. When we talk about origins of nicknames, mm-hmm. do you know what one has to be on this show this morning, Fuzzy? What's that? Uh, well, I think it's yours. Are, are you suggesting that Fuzzy's not my real name? Uh, probably not on your birth certificate, no. Hearing Shelly's story makes me glad that my name wasn't based on a bodily fluid that escaped me. Yeah, it wasn't even based on, uh, you know, uh, like me personally, uh, growing up, nickname was Chimp. I was a very, very hairy person. Yeah. Fuzzy, take us on a journey. What is the origin of why you came to be known as Fuzzy here at 98.5? It's funny because you mentioned the word hair. And I think back to when I started here. And uh, at the time, I uh, I had a lot of hair on my head. 
And it was like, okay, well, we need to embrace this. And it was like, okay, we've got this big afro. Let's let's go with fro. And I was like, oh man, that that that's not gonna age well. Because you're like, okay, you you call me fro. Yeah. What if I'm known as fro for the next. 20 years yeah. here at this radio and station I, waking up Calgary every morning. And I know what my genetics were like, and I knew that, that I was hanging on to I was, <laughs> I was hanging on. There was a time in my 20s when I was willingly shaving my head. Yeah, let's just say it's past the willingly shaving my head. Sure. So not fro. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, well, let, I don't know. We need to just come up with something that embraces because you've got this big, warm, fuzzy personality that we want to, that, that when people are around you, they just feel warm and fuzzy, and we want to, to, to get that feeling across. And I was like, all right, well, why don't we go with fuzzy? Hey, there you go. <laughs> and then here we are all these years later. Ah. Uh, fuzzy. So so it, it obviously like could could have been worse and in a in a weird way, you actually got to call your own shot. It well, it's true. And and I and also thinking back to my childhood uh, nickname was uh, and my my family still calls me this to this day, was Bunny. Because ah. of there was this stupid blue little onesie that I had a picture <laughs> in. And it was like, oh, look at him. He looks like a cute little bunny. And that stuck. And then so to me, the idea of the name Fuzzy, I was like, it was it was just a laugh to me. And I was like, and I didn't say anything about that for a long time. Because, again, I'm a grown-ass man with the nickname Bunny around my family. And I was like... All right, cool, fuzzy. I I guess the two go together, and we'll go with that. Yeah, and also in both <laughs> cases, it could be worse. Yeah, absolutely. We're hearing from some people who got some nicknames for some very very unflattering reasons. Yeah, things that they hated forever and yeah, ever. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with fuzzy. It's better than chunks. It's it, yeah, that's uh is uh is very true. In fact, I've I've heard that if you were to be on uh, the internet. There's even a website where you could be hitched by Fuzz. Truth. So the name has done you well professionally in a uh, couple of uh, different ways. Absolutely. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. We've got our friend Karen on the line. I just thought I'd call in about the unfortunate nickname. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Okay, so when I was younger, I'm tied for second youngest of six kids. And when I was younger, I wasn't exactly the um, strongest with wit and sense of humor in my family. Okay. So in my family, when my brothers and sisters would tell a joke and I didn't get it, they'd tell me that I was blonde, which I'm not. And so I used to get very upset. So I asked my mom to tell them not to call me that anymore. So one day when they made a joke and I went, what? I don't get it. They said, Karen, you're blind with an O. And I said... (laughs) I said, Blindo? Blindo. <laughs> oh, no. So, so then your nickname was Blindo. From then on, I was Blindo. Oh, That's Karen. not fair. Karen. Yeah. But I, right, these days, I guess it's probably better than Karen. You know, you know what? <laughs> It's, it's, it's very funny that you say that, because if we said that, that would have been mean. But uh, we appreciate yeah. your sense of humor. Uh, it's getting better with age. <laughs> That's the thing. Every nickname has an origin story. And it's funny, Fuzz, because of uh, what I overshared in the past 24 hours about accidentally shaving all of the hair yeah. off my arms. You're, you're, you, you look like a swimmer from like the, the neck down, basically, right now. Yeah, yeah. It was a thing where I was like, what if I start at the shoulders and just trying to trim some things up, and next thing you know, from shoulder to fingertip, <laughs> uh, completely hairless for the first time since I was probably, I don't know, six or seven years old. Which is kind of weird because growing up, you said that you've told us that uh, your nickname was Chimp because that's how hairy you are. Yeah, it was just it just like works when you call someone a, a, a chimpanzee 
who maybe looks like one without clothing on, and then you're like, oh, okay. Then people are like, oh, <laughs> maybe we'll have to change your nickname up because you can't be Chimp anymore. And I'm like, oh, first of all, I didn't know I was friends with a clown who talks like that. <laughs> Second of all, I was like, oh, geez, wait, I feel like there are only certain people who know me who call me that, but like, yeah. what would they switch to? Would they just have to talk about how big my nose is? I, I would go would with, I be nozo? I would, I would go with uh, with how sheer you are, and I'd call you seal. Oh, you go. Oh, oh so we'll just go. <laughs> just completely change animals yeah, yeah, to absolutely. a new type of, of something, a hairless something slick and and, and smooth. What about seal? A, if I was named a hairless cat, would be that would be kind of weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, that would be that would be kind of weird. That's and very bizarre. Hairless cats are. Kind of weird in general. Okay, maybe we move on yeah. and not worry about what my new nickname is <laughs> and the origin of how that begins. Hairless but, Chimp. Hairless Chimp. Again, still. The artist formerly known as Chimp. That's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, every nickname does have an origin story. What is yours? We have a text here from Shaylin, and it says, My teenage nickname was Tigartha because I liked Tiger Woods, Martha Stewart, and Garth Brooks. You put them all together, and you get Tigartha. That is uh, absolutely ridiculous and hilarious. I also like that it's pretty harmless, too, because sometimes the nickname you get isn't very flattering and you don't like it very much or people are yelling it and teasing it. It's more like, hey, we just mashed up all the things you like. Yeah, Tigartha. It's like if you really liked, okay, so, Co. You like lasagna. I do. And 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 you like football. Yeah. And you like uh, bums. <laughs> so you're a bum foot. No, that doesn't work. Tigartha. Tigartha. Way, way better. We've got a uh, Tannis on the line. Tannis, what's the origin story of your nickname? Describe it for us. Yes, I, I primarily grew up uh, all throughout Quebec, and my name, unfortunately, in French, rhymes with a male appendage. It was uh, Tannis Le Penis. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's slightly different uh, emphasis on the syllables there. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Got bullied a little bit, but hey, it's made me a stronger adult, so that's good. Hey, I love that. I love that the uh, the the part of it because anybody listening right now who is dealing with a nickname they don't like yeah. at their current state can know that hey, one day you're not going to be known as that forever, and you can uh, take it as something that you you power through. Exactly. Just like distract yourself, find something ridiculous or funny about the person making fun of you and just think about that in your head and then you'll get through it. You'll get through it. You'll get through it. You'll get through it. Great advice there from Tannis and I won't try and attempt to say her last name in that accent. Tannis Lapinet. So we have uh, uh, another origin story for a nickname here. Nickname is Boo, which when you hear, you're like, oh, that could come from all kinds of places. I immediately think of like Boo. Like, like, Monster Sink. My boo. Okay. There's that one from uh, Ursher Baby and Alicia Keys. But what about boo? Because growing up, you read a lot of uh, Yogi and Boo Boo books. Mm. And you also used to steal people's food when they weren't looking. Aha. <laughs> and now, apparently, the name carries on as Aunt Boo. Aw, Aunt Boo sounds like like the most fun ant there is. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Ooh, it's time to play one of my favorite games. It's called What Did Tyler See on His Way Into Work? <laughs> I am so jealous because you get to drive through the inside of town. I'm on the out, live in Cranston, take Stony Trail all the way up here to the station. So I see nothing but if maybe a deer if I'm lucky. 
for uh, for the years I lived in Airdrie, man, it was it was the same situation. You get on the highway, you get on Stony Trail, all you see are open fields and exits. That's all you see. Look, there's the Costco. There's no one there. Yay! Oh, there's an exit to another major road that I'm not going on. Wow, cool. At best, you might see a coyote once right. in a while. But this morning, while driving down Bow Trail, I had just passed Westbrook Mall, and I'm just driving by the Husky which is on the right-hand side of the road, Mm -hmm. the westbound lane. It's a spot that's in between not only a Mr. Lube with a great sign that says we're number one (laughs) when your oil looks like number two. That sign's been like that for two years now, too. It's a great sign, which is why you don't take it down. There's another oil change place there. I think it's a... Great Canadian oil change. Great Canadian oil change with a less cool sign about getting your oil change with them. (laughs) And there I see him. There he is on all his glory. Now, it's interesting to see somebody on the street at like 4.15 in the morning. Because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, what is this person doing? They're waking up. They're starting their day. Maybe they're headed to to catch a bus. Maybe they're headed to catch a train. Or maybe they're leaving from a, a, a fun evening out. That's what I was going to say. It's one of two things. Are they coming home or are they, going, or are they going out at that point in time? I couldn't tell, but this person was standing on the side of the road, directly on the sidewalk, facing the oncoming traffic. And at first I was like, oh, okay, there's not a bus stop there. We're a ways away from any C-train platforms, anything Mm -hmm. like that. And I'm like, okay, trying to like put a thought in my brain. What's this person doing? What's this person doing? Then I see, duh, what is this person doing? They are killing it with some epic air guitar. Oh. They are sitting there. In like full performance, just shredding, just shredding, right? Just, just, just rocking out. And I'm not talking like you know how sometimes your air guitar, like yeah, yeah. you kind of have it in close, and it's like a little mini guitar. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Or sometimes you slap a bass. No, no, no. My man is like full on. It looks like he's holding the guitar the size wow, of a human being, wow. and he's like, wow, wow, wow. And as I'm going by. He's he's uh he's headbanging. Yeah. And he's looking at me and then he gives me one of these with his hand. He points directly at me. No way. But it looks like he's holding on to a guitar pick. And he looks at me and he and he's like, it's still going. And I was like, I don't know if I'm just lucky this morning. Yeah. But I feel like I got an air concert. You got a the performance of a lifetime. This this pedestrian obviously was just there yeah. to put a smile on anybody's face who Amazing. happened to be going by. <laughs> If his performance was half as good as the one that you're putting on right now, man. I got to uh, I got to know about, more about this individual because they really, really made my morning. Yeah. This is almost as good as a couple of weeks ago where uh, on 14th Street, under under the, the bridge at 16th Avenue. The makeout. There was two people making out right. directly under the bridge. It's not quite as good as that. Yeah. But but it is uh, uh pretty exciting. So to 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 the mystery guitar man of Calgary. Holy cow, thank you for the show and rock on. Yeah. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real. Fun and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy, one of the most fun people on social media who's a wonderful celebrity named Elizabeth Banks. She is co-signing a cocktail that's been taking the world by storm 
since Tom Hanks talked about it a couple of weeks ago. She shares this on Instagram. So America's dad, Tom Hanks, told the world about diet cocaine. It is Coke and it's champagne, so it's obviously diet cocaine. And I made cocaine bear, so I feel like I have to try it. Diet Coke, Archerish. Two-thirds diet Coke. Top it with the champagne. Ooh, okay. Look at the color. Is it it's not, gorgeous? Is it not kind of gorgeous? Huh. I don't know. Taste test. Damn it, Tom Hanks. How about that? Tom Hanks, Diet Cocaine, who knew? It's freaking delicious. Unbelievable. Like, it's such a, you think about it, you're like, why would you not put those two things together? They both have bubbles. I mean, they, they complementary flavors a little bit. I, I love that it comes from somebody who can afford to have whatever he wants. Yeah. Tom Hanks has been rich and famous for like a billion years. Yeah. But somehow he's like, no, 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 no. You take regular old Coca-Cola. Yeah. You mix it oh, with no. some champagne. Diet Coca-Cola. Oh, pardon me. Pardon me. Not a mixologist personally. Yeah. Yeah. Diet Coke and champagne, and you have this wonderfully bubbly drink that, that everybody's talking about on social media. It's funny because he talks about him not being a big drinker, and he was at this ball, and he's like, sitting there, and he's having a Diet Coke, and they're pouring all of these flutes of champagne. And then he goes, you know what? I'll take a shot of that in here, too. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he, he has this magical drink. And if you think about it, Tom Hanks being this new, wonderful mixologist yeah. coming up with this amazing drink where you mix Diet Coke and champagne. Um, maybe to a, major, like a, bar, a bar like Major Tom's, like where he has amazing cocktails, an amazing view of the city. Maybe they need to put something on the menu that's called the Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Major the, Tom Hanks. The Major Tom Hanks. Yeah. And it's Diet Coke and, and, and champagne. And, and champagne. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say that's a free marketing idea for anybody that has Tom in their name in Calgary exclusively. Yeah. But if you're listening right now and you run an establishment that hands out libations, the Tom Hanks drink, I don't know. Tell them you heard about it on Virgin Radio. It's Medium Take Tuesday with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Oh, it's a real important opportunity to get a few things off the old chest, but as always, we promise, nothing too controversial, nothing too spicy, fuzzy, these are just medium temperature takes. Medium take. Other people's fries will always taste better. Oh, <laughs> holy cow, you're so right. You're sitting there, you're having lunch with your, with your partner, with your friend, and you sit there and you look over and you're like, okay, we've got the exact same thing. But why do their fries look better? I'm just going to reach over and poach that. Feel free to let them poach yours because, you know what? Yours look better to them, too. It's almost like a, a thing where it'd be great if, like, one person had crinkle cut, the other person had regular oh. cut. Because then it would be like a whole, like, mix and match situation. Uh, I don't want to say that uh, January has been the absolute worst. But this January's literally had five Mondays in it. it yeah, that's that's many Mondays. <laughs> that's literally one Monday too many. Five Mondays in January? Oh, save us, February. Save us. Medium take. You will never feel dumber than when you drop an inappropriate... Thanks, you too. Oh. At the airport, enjoy your flight. Hey, thanks, you too. <laughs> That's the worst. Restaurant, enjoy your meal. Hey, thanks, you too. I even did it at Disney World. It's like, have fun on the ride. Thanks, you too. Oh, you're, you're, damn you're, it. You're pressing the buttons for the ride. I'm a more Just pull the string in my back. Thanks, you too. The There's I, a snake in my boot. I always do it at the movies. Hey, enjoy the show. <laughs> thanks for the popcorn. Thanks for the popcorn. Hey, uh, The Last of Us plays with our emotions like few shows do. It's exciting, it's scary, mm -hmm. it's sad, and then it also gives you the emotion of, 
Wait a minute. Is Nick Offerman a tender, caring lover? <laughs> I think he is. I've never had those thoughts before, but damn, it's a really good show. I Meaning would take anytime somebody breaks a plate in a restaurant, you absolutely must yell, Opa! I think it makes him feel better. Doesn't matter if it's a Greek restaurant or no, not. No, no, no. Barbecue joint, broken plate, Opa! Yeah. Chinese food, broken plate. Opa! Absolutely. Vegan restaurant. You, you, you get where this is going. Mm-hmm. Broken plate equals Opa! Try it at home. I wish I had a plate to smash right now just so we could do this in real world. I'm looking around for something to break. I've got, got a coffee mug right here. That's it. I'll throw my phone on the ground and smash that. <laughs> don't, nope. do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. One final medium take on this Monday. Just want to say that dry January is a terrible name for that campaign of sobriety for a month. Huh. You think about it. When is dry ever a good thing? Like, you've got dry skin. Ew, Ew well, that's bad. Yeah. You're, you're, you're having a nice uh, family dinner. Oh, dry turkey? Oh, it's the absolute worst. Guess what? Not drinking for a month? Not so bad. There you go. Not so bad. Yeah. Done it myself this month? Not so bad. Actually feels pretty good. You know what? I think I might just stay on this whole dry path for oh, a little bit wow, here. Oh, wow, See where it takes me. Call it not wet February? <laughs> I call it, call it <laughs> slightly damp or moist. I don't use either of those words in a sentence. That's a bad idea. Let's go. 98.5. Virgin Radio. Now back to Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. And all about our wonderful, wonderful community of Bridgelaw, Fuzzy. <laughs> Good old Bridgelaw. Uh, let's not forget, it was the Bridgeland sign that uh, became Bridgeland. And then uh, because of the snow we had on Friday, the end got knocked out as well. So now we're left with Bridgelaw. Yeah, and uh, yesterday on the show we're saying, you know what would be great? If uh, that person who dressed up as the Bridgeland D for Halloween last year uh, found someone to do a couple's costume as the N. Yeah. And sure enough, that guy who dressed up as the D, his name is Chris. Yeah. Our buddy Andrew from our afternoon show tracked him down yesterday, and he's fully on board. The couple's <laughs> costume our city needs for 2023 is the N and the D back in Bridgeland. Yeah, that's right. Putting out applications for, uh, for next Halloween. You want to be the N? Uh, just contact Andrew. He'll get a hold of me. Now, do you still have the D? I do, actually. Where do you yeah. keep it? <laughs> uh, just in the garage. I'm hoping it'll be in good shape by next year. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So for someone who wants to help replace the N as well with you next year, uh, what are some things we're looking for? Uh, do they need their own letter N costume? What are we talking about here? Yeah, I recommend going down, doing some measurements, and getting as close as you can. Okay. Um, if <laughs> If not, I think um, I'm hoping all the letters are going to be replaced by next year, and I might just put out a, a big call out to everyone in Bridgeland to dress up as a D, and we'll all go stand there. <laughs> Have a big D meetup. I love that. <laughs> I love. And hey, if it snows again, maybe we'll miss. Maybe someone else will take out the A, and then you'll need two people to join you. You know what? I was I was driving home on Friday night during that storm, and I hit that curb. I didn't go over it, but there were there were a few tracks over top, so. Whoever hit the D or whoever hit the N this round, uh, you are forgiven. If it wasn't you, it would have been somebody else. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And I feel like it would have been full circle if uh, you had accidentally hit a letter on the Bridgeland sign. You know? <laughs> I know. When I hit the curb, I was like, can you imagine if I was the one to take out the N? <laughs> Please don't let this happen. Quickly from the hero to the villain. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, the guy who uh, dressed up as the missing D from the Bridgeland sign, yeah, just looking yeah. for his end. I think what we need to do is we can even go further than this. We can make this like an 11-person costume. Ooh. You get you get your, you and your squad, you and 11 friends. And you have uh, one person is each each and every single letter, 
and then you have another friend who dresses up as a car. <laughs> no, too soon. And then as the night goes too on, you, you know, you get that one friend that's probably going to tap out a little early because right. they overindulge and they're like, I need to pull the pin and send home. They can be the D. And then, like, you work your way according to tolerance. And by the end, the one that's always there at the end of the night and possibly the, the, the sober, dry one, uh, they can be the B because they will still be standing at the end of the night. They will be the last one standing. Love I, it. I'm telling you, it's only January. So many great ideas for Calgary Halloween yeah. costumes. Virgin Radio's $100,000 destroy your debt. It's $100,000. It's all going to one person. Fuzzy, could you imagine what it would be like to just magically receive? Like, this isn't just a little bit of money. This isn't like, oh, this is a great amount of money. Yeah. This is a life-changing amount of money, $100,000. This is the kind of money that takes care of the stuff that you, you've been worrying about. And Ooh. you're like, how am I going to take care of that? It eliminates that stuff, and it allows you to make dreams an actual reality. Our buddy uh, Vanessa Dumont got the uh, lucky phone call last night from our, our buddy Miles from iHeartRadio Nights, letting her know that she won $1,000 with our daily bonus prize. But then she's like, man, when it comes to that hundred grand, here's the dream I'm living. Oh, well, if I won the 100000 then I'd go crazy with festivals. you go crazy with festivals. I'd use part of it for festivals and for traveling with my family. Right. And then the other part, I'd be reasonable, and I'd put it as a yearly um, payment on my, on my house. So I can pay it quicker. So festivals and finance. I love that. I think that's a really responsible idea. A little bit of responsibility and a little bit of fun. Sounds like a plan. Well, enjoy your $1,000 in the meantime. Have a great night and good luck with the big one, the $100,000. Thank you so much. Responsible decisions, irresponsible decisions. $100,000 allows you to make some of both. It's so wonderful when you can take care of the irresponsible and then not regret it. Holy cow. Uh, that dream could be your reality with Virgin Radio's $100,000 Destroy Your Debt Contest. Hooked up our good friends at MNP 310 Debt Licensed Insolvency Trustees. Make sure you're listening for your next chance to win. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Happy to be inside your device when you can't listen to the show live. 98.5 Virgin Radio.